welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. We publish these stories on iTunes, on our website, PositivelyWV.com, and through strategic print publications such as the State Journal, as well as numerous news websites throughout West Virginia. Our goal is to help educate and inspire our audience, people just like you who are interested in West Virginia business, with these positive business stories. This week, we're going to learn about Chad Daniel. He's the co-owner of Daniel Vineyards. Chad, are you ready to get down to business? Yeah, Jim. Let's do it. All right, Chad. I'm so glad that you're on our podcast today to talk about your company. Chad Daniel is one of the co-owners at Daniel Vineyards in Crab Orchard, West Virginia. Of course, that's in Raleigh County. Daniel Vineyards, founded in 1990, is a family-owned and operated conservation grape farm and a state winery. Their 192-acre property boasts 30 acres of perfectly manicured West Virginia-grown grapes. Chad is 25 years old and was born and raised in the great city of Beckley, West Virginia. After graduating from culinary school in Huntington, his brother, His twin brother, Rich, and he started working for their grandpa at Daniel Vineyards as farmhands, as well as an apprenticeship in winemaking. In the summer of 2017, Chad's grandpa and current owner at the time, Dr. C. Richard Daniel Sr., decided to hand down the vineyard to Chad's brother and Chad because they understood their passion for the business, and he wanted it to remain a family business. Chad's Job change, Chad's job changes on a daily basis from distribution, handling events, harvesting, processing, winemakings, and all kind of other duties. And wouldn't, he wouldn't have it any other way. This is not just a dream job for Chad and his brother, but a dream life as well. That's pretty cool. Chad, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Yeah, so, uh, by the way, that was a great intro. That was, uh, everything was right on point there. Thank uh, you. So, obviously, I'm, I'm probably a bit younger uh, than, than most business owners in, in the state of West Virginia. Uh, my brother and I, like, like you said, we're twins, so we're both 25 years old. Yeah. Um, we both had separate career paths we were going down. Uh, he was in psychology at, at WVU, and that's what he graduated in, and, and I did culinary school uh, in, in Huntington. And so I was already, you know, wanting to get in the food business, uh, and anything, you know, just like anything else, you know, uh, beer and wine go perfect with food. And so it all kinds of plays into each other there. Uh, so I knew I wanted to go down that path. Uh, to be honest with you, though, I never uh, never thought about having a job out here. It's something I just knew this is our grandpa's passion. And yeah. we were, you know, growing up, we were interested in it, but we never really thought about this becoming a possibility. So um, so we, we both got a summer job out here in 2016. And I had plans to move to Colorado, and uh, my brother had plans to to go to grad school uh, in Mississippi. And uh, that didn't work out for him at that time. And and for me, uh, a job fell through in Colorado in the the Denver area. So uh, my wife and I decided to stay around Beckley and and see what happened. And and so it just turns out that we both 
absolutely fell in love with this job and this property and, and the, the idea and the vision behind it and, and what he's done in the past, you know, 28 years uh, with, with the business. And he had, we had actually talked about, you know, wanting to carry it on the family and if he'd, if he'd be okay with that, this and that. And before we knew it, you know, he set us down and was like, you know, I want to keep in the family. Uh, I think y'all are perfect for the job and wow. the passion for it and the, the work ethic behind it and what you've learned so far. He said, you know, I'm, I'm handing it down to you if you accept. So obviously right away we accepted and started the transition stage into being, you know, from farmhands and interns to, to the actual co-owners and, and the, the people that make the decisions. And even though obviously we're the youngest, youngest employees here, we, uh, we stepped forward and accepted it, uh, Gladly. So that's, that's awesome. kind of a, uh, it's kind of that's kind of a short story of how it happened. It wasn't wasn't planned by any means, and it's just one of those things that just it just happens, and it just works perfect. So we're very lucky to be where we're at today, and and we're we're going to do the most we can with it. So that's awesome, excited. Chad. Yeah, great great story, great story. Chad, what's your what's your thirty second elevator pitch for Daniel Vineyards? So. Daniel Vineyards is very different from just a regular vineyard. We, uh, like I said, we're full state vineyard. A girl grapes on property. It's very, it's the, all the wines are handcrafted. Uh, they're made with love and care and, and, and passion. And we're more than just a winery. We, we're a great spot for events, for weddings. Uh, one of the hot spots in the southern part of the state. So we have a lot more to offer than just uh, just wine and 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 whatnot so we, we have a almost 200 acre property it's two ponds five vineyards mm. gazebo deck pavilion all that and so it's it's really just the whole package it's about the experience here at daniel vineyards yeah that's that's incredible so chad talk a little bit about um you know talk a little bit about your your product your wines i'd like to learn a little bit more about that i first met you i believe down at the state fair this summer and you guys yes, had a had a, a a setup there in the ag uh the ag commissioner's uh booth i can't remember what they called that ag building i guess and uh, i was yeah. intrigued by that and i thought it was pretty cool and so tell us a little bit about your wines yeah so that's a good question so uh so for us to be the only uh vineyard in the state that actually does this full estate uh wine concept so that means uh, we, we can't grow your typical uh, well-known grapes in this area, obviously because of the colder climate and the higher elevation. Yeah. Uh, so we're right in the tip of zone five, which means any given winter we're colder than the, the Finger Lakes, the uh, parts of Germany, uh, parts of you know upper New York and different, different areas, Michigan and whatnot, that are, get pretty cold during the winter. So yeah. we're about 20, 2,700 feet on uh, uh, elevation at the highest point in the vineyard. Uh, so... Our grapes are cold climate grapes, so they're varietals, uh, French-American hybrids and uh, Swinton hybrids, so very different than your, than your typical grapes. They're, uh, you know, in California and places like that, you'll, you'll get higher sugar than you will acid, but for us, we have a difficult, challenging time trying to balance out the sugar and acid because the acidity is so high in these grapes yeah. uh, that it's, it makes for a fun challenge uh, to, to make a... Make a a good wine out of grapes with higher acidity. So uh, our grapes are definitely different than your average grapes. Uh, I, I like to, for people that don't really understand that completely, I, I like to kind of say, you know, they're they're the cousins of the Merlot, Shiraz. They're they're in the same family, but they're just very different, you know. So yeah, uh, they're in the same in the same group with just different grapes and uh, full full of flavor. I mean, these are these are awesome grapes. Uh, 
uh, our top selling wine is is the blackberry um 100 blackberry uh, no grapes are added and that's been the top seller since he started making it in 1997 awesome. uh, and that's the top seller every year it's just it's a very fruit forward wine it's a dessert wine but all of our wines are on the drier side so it's only four and a half residual sugar compared yeah. to your average dessert wine that could be anywhere from from eight to twelve percent sugar so I believe we do I have drier wine, yeah, and uh, and that's kind of the idea that our grandpa wanted. He he was a dry drinker, so that, that was kind of a big thing for him to create mostly dry wine. Yeah, I believe I tried that blackberry wine uh, there at the state fair, and I, I also think that if I if memory serves me right, you guys win have won numerous uh, medals from different wine tasting competitions with that particular wine as well. Yes, uh, definitely. Yeah, the blackberry and also the the port. We make a port uh, fortified wine, yeah, uh, and that's probably our second best seller. Which obviously it's, it also gets uh, a number of awards over the years, and that's also one of the top sellers there. Excellent, Chad. Uh, where can people find these wines? Are they are they available only in West Virginia? Tell talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so uh, that's something we're actually uh, it's a work in progress right now in, in the distribution stage of it. But right now we self uh, we have self distribution for our wines, so. What that means is that we're only in the state of West Virginia right now. We can ship anywhere in state. Um, we're mostly on the southern to central part of the state. We're trying to get more up north towards uh, Wheeling and Morgantown and such, which uh, in the next uh, next half year, I'd say you should be looking looking out for that. We'll probably be uh, – well, right now we're in Kroger's and, and Little General's and uh, different grocery stores and mom-and-pop shops and, and uh, you know, Tamarack and – uh, a few different restaurants and whatnot, so we're kind of scattered all over the place. But for the most part, Kroger and Little General are our uh, top sellers, and that's where you'll find us for the most part. So excellent, very cool. That's awesome, man. So, Chad, what would you say is the thing that you're most excited about for Daniel Vineyards right now? Well, that's a good question. Um, I, you know, in the state of West Virginia, I think the growing popularity of small business and the farm-to-table aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, is something that has always been a part of the state, but I think it's really growing in today's day and age. Uh, so for us, you know, just the, the possibility of uh, maybe even uh, opening a restaurant one day, uh, doing a farm table experience with that as well, and not, not only the wines, but also the food. Um, and I don't know, I think this, we focus our business on the farm-to-table aspect. So for yeah. that to be a growing popularity in the state, uh, that really, really is a big thing for us, and we're, and we're glad to see people that are kind of jumping on that wagon and, and really appreciate that localized uh, feel to it. So, yeah, that's awesome. Chad, how many employees do, do you guys have right now? We, uh, including myself, there's seven of us total. Great. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty much mowing grass. <laughs> Someone's on the mower every <laughs> single day, uh, and you know we have uh, there's there's one guy. His name is Chad Fox. He, he's the event coordinator and winery manager here, and he covers all the inside work and uh, the winery on a daily basis. And the rest of us are either in the field or in the winery or just all over the place. So. Yeah. Could you, could you share some insight as like your production? I mean, I know um, you guys kind of measure your output in, in terms of barrels. I mean, what, what kind of production do you guys get there at your, at your vineyard? Well, that's a good question. Actually for us, we're a little different in terms of uh, we don't actually use oak barrels. Yeah. Uh, we use, uh, stainless steel tanks, okay. uh, thousand liter tanks. So it, we are a very small production facility. You know, um, it's uh, it, all the production takes place actually downstairs winery. So under, so if you come in the tasting room here at the vineyard, it all goes on uh, down under underneath the, the tasting room here. So it's uh, we use thousand liter uh, stainless steel tanks, 
Um, we use oak wood chips for the aging process for, mm-hmm. for certain red wines. Yeah. Um, we don't use any for the white wines, so they're more fruit forward. But um, it's a it's a somewhat of a small facility here. But you know, we all we bottle downstairs. We 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 make the wine downstairs. Everything takes place in the downstairs winery, and we we probably have uh, let me think here probably at least twenty twenty thousand liter tanks that are usually you know halfway to mostly full at all times. That's awesome. It sounds like a pretty pretty cool operation you guys are running there. Chad, is, it is, is yeah. a, so as a business owner, you guys took this over in 2017. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. So you and your twin brother. Obviously, you know, you're you're coming in, you're taking over this family business. You you don't want to, you know, crash the bus, so to speak, right? What yeah. I, I, and even though this is called Positively West Virginia, I love to talk about some of the some of the times the the worst moment you've had and kind of like your learning experience from that. Can you take us to that that point over the last year, year and a half or whatever you you know in your business life here? What's been the the, the most difficult thing you guys had to uh, to face? Well, there's there's a couple things. I'd say um number 1 actually for us is probably the distribution side of it. Um we would love to to be able to self-distribute throughout the whole state and and even distribute to other states. But uh, for us, we just have too much on our plate right now to to be able to spend our our days on the road. Um, so we thought about bringing someone else on to do that, this and that. But but distribution is definitely one of the big things. I think the other thing is, um, I don't know. I think our grandpa used to go to these festivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he he worked out here every day until he was eighty five, eighty six, and and he slowed down over over the past few years, obviously. But uh, up until that point, he did festivals all over the state. You yeah. know, festivals we've never heard of. Uh, we don't we only know if some of them still exist. I mean, you know, for the past 20, 30 years, he's been doing these festivals. So for us to go to these festivals that we, we know nothing about and uh, and to go there and not know what to expect or how many people we should have working it or how much wine to bring or uh, this and that. We, we've, we've showed up to a few festivals recently recently. Uh, that we're not really proud of because uh, we we didn't have the right setup. Uh, we didn't bring the right wine for the people of that region, you know, in terms of what they prefer. Yeah. Um, it, the, the booth setup was just, it, it was embarrassing. It wasn't attractive. It wasn't appealing. Uh, due to these reasons, we had disappointing sales, and we didn't compete with the other wineries as well as we're accustomed to uh, for, the, for these reasons. Uh, but, you know, at this point, all we can do, in these situations is adapt and, and overcome the uh, obstacles that are in front of us and make the most of what we have at that time. So. Yeah, you learn you learn from those experiences, don't you? Exactly. Great learning experience. And that's the thing. Every day on this job, there's always some kind of learning experience, which is the, the great thing about it, no matter if it's good or bad. So, Absolutely. So, uh, you know, Chad, in terms of uh, you know, you guys. I haven't been to your to your vineyards yet, but it looks like an amazing place from your website. And we'll talk about that later. But you know, what what do you, what would you say is the best thing that you feel in your in your early ownership of this company? What's the best thing about being in business in West Virginia? That's also a good question. I think uh, what it comes down to is uh, the energy of the people, uh, the the culture of West Virginians. Uh, the respect they have for the outdoors, for the farm-to-table culture, uh, you know, the the work ethic that goes into any kind of farming. Um, the people really, they really do understand the the pride and the joy and the 
the uh, what, what just what it takes to have a business like this and a business model as such. So uh, I think just West Virginia is one of the best states to be in in terms of small business and local local product. Uh, it's really it's about a pride factor at that point. I think West Virginia really understands that as mm-hmm. a whole. Yeah. Um, Compared to other states, you know, uh, obviously much larger states with large cities and professional teams and mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. Uh, we're, I think we're just very different in that aspect, which I really appreciate. Uh, and that just makes for a really fun time. And, and when you when you find people that really appreciate what you do in the products, and uh, whether it's a brewery, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's arts and crafts, no matter what it is, uh, people really stand behind each other in this state and support each other. And I think that's, that's probably my favorite thing about it. Well, that's great insight, Chad. Thank you. I want to take a few seconds here just to mention some of our incredible sponsors. And they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia, just like what's happening at Daniel Vineyards. All right, Chad, let's get back at it right now. What what would you say is the long-term vision that you guys, you and your brother, your twin brother, have for your company long-term? What's that vision look like? Yeah, so... For us, uh, we want to just become a destination hotspot, you know, for, for tourism, for travelers, for people of this area. Uh, so premier vineyard for the state, you know, and we want to be a prime example of what a full estate uh, vineyard should, should look like and, and set a good example of that. Um, but we want to be a place where people get off, they want to get off the interstate, they want to travel through Beckley just so they can stop at the vineyard on their way to wherever they're going or uh you know, if they grew up here, we want them to get married out here and, and have reunions and events and, and parties and uh, whatever the case may be. Uh, we, we really just want to be a hotspot for people. We, we, it's about the experience for us. We want people to ha- come out here and have experience uh, and a great experience, you know, one they'll never forget. Um, and also, like, like I mentioned earlier, we, we love to open up a restaurant uh, tied into the winery here one day. And, that would, you know, if that happens, I'd be down the road. But um, that that's one of our our big goals, I'd say for sure. Because um, you know, if we have a farm to table restaurant, a farm farm to table winery aspect, I mean, it just is hand in hand, and and food obviously is one one of our passions. So I think that would be really fun, and and uh, it'd be really great for the area as well. I think so. That's uh, that's kind of the long term vision for the for the vineyard here. Yeah, I love that, it, and it ties in perfectly with your background in the culinary school as well with the wine and. And, and like you said, you know, one of, you know, you mentioned tourism, and, and that's one of the big industries that West Virginia, the governor, you know, Governor Justice is talking about tourism, tourism. And that is, it's profound that you guys have this amazing destination right there with this, you know, this estate vineyard, a winemaking uh, company where you can actually do uh, wine tastings, have parties, weddings, receptions, and all, all that kind of stuff. It's really cool. And I think that's, uh, you're on to something pretty big right there. Uh, <clears throat> obviously, Chad, you're a, you're a young entrepreneur yourself. What's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners or people maybe thinking about getting into business? What's one piece of advice you would have for them? Well, if I could give you more than one, maybe a couple of them. Sure, yeah. With you. I, I, think, I love it. Uh, yep. I think the, the biggest things, uh, number one, you have to have passion for, for what you do. Uh, that's, you know, our grandpa, if he taught us anything in this life, it is to have passion uh, and, and to take risks. I mean, with any kind of business you're in, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, you you got to try new things. You got to keep up with the times. 
you, you can't be afraid to try new things or, or to fail because you, you're, you know, you're going to fail at times. I mean, yep. you can't succeed in everything. And that's just, that's just part of it. Like, like you said, the learning experience from it yep. um, can be very valuable. So I think if you have the passion, you're not afraid to take risks. Hmm. Uh, I think that's, uh, I think that's all, all there is too. And if I can give you an example of what I mean by that. Yes, please. Uh, I think, uh, we, we have a disc golf course out here now, which uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with disc golf. Sure, yeah. Like frisbee golf, and yep. it's kind of a growing sport out here. So uh, we had created a non-hole course, uh, and it's, it's free to the public to play. It's, uh, it's, 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 you know, you have a mix between woods and fields and creeks and everything like that. And, and How cool. And for us, we, we get a lot of foot traffic out here, and we got our name out there, and, and people hear about it, and they come from, you know, out of state or wherever, so that's a great thing. Um, the only downfall to it so far that we've noticed is we haven't we haven't sold as much uh, wine uh, or, or canned beer out here that we that we had hoped for, mm-hmm. but that's just part of it, you know. So it's just trying these new things and and maybe it'll succeed, maybe it doesn't. So I think just have the passion, and take risks is, is all there is to it. Yeah, absolutely, Chad. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Well, you know, we don't have. Uh, we have a, a technical job title, I guess, but at the end of the day, we we just do whatever needs to be done that day. Yeah. Uh, so we, we set daily and weekly weekly goals uh, for ourselves and and for the employees. Uh, we believe it's it's important to focus on the, the small term goals uh, in order to reach the long term long term goals. So mm-hmm. our jobs uh, just change on a daily basis. Uh, so whether it's in the vineyard, uh, you know picking grapes or, or maintaining the grapes or, or harvesting you know, or processing or just a ton of different things. So uh, I don't know if there's really one, one thing. It's just whatever needs to be done that day, I think, and mm-hmm. uh, and make sure that we really motivate the employees uh, that they want to be here to work and, and make sure this is a great atmosphere to work in. Mm, so. It's a mindset, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely. What's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without? So that's a good question. I think uh, there's there's a couple things. I think social media uh, is one that we can't we can't live without. I think in today's day and age, uh, to have Facebook and Instagram and even a Twitter, which we we kind of lack on the Twitter side of things, but to have Facebook and Instagram is huge because I think uh, it's just it's a growing thing, obviously in today's world, and I think people use it uh, almost more than anything else. So yeah. I think. Uh, to get our name out there, and it's it's very cheap to use, honestly, uh, for for the time being at least. It's the cheapest mm-hmm. way to advertise. Uh, and another resource that's not a technical te- a technology uh, aspect, but it's uh, our grandpa took notes over the years mm-hmm. uh, of winemaking, and I'm, to a T. I mean, every every drop of wine he ever made, he he has a book. Uh, it's hundreds, maybe thousands of pages of mm-hmm. since nineteen. Uh, 90 we started making wine and it's just the process of it and and what he did what he learned from you know so he he had he passed away a couple weeks ago unfortunately uh so even to this day though without him being here we could still learn from those notes mm-hmm. you know so it's still like we're learning from him so that's awesome that, that's one thing we can't live without and that's and a legacy right there yep yeah yeah definitely definitely well wow. speaking of books chad what's one book you would recommend for aspiring business people or entrepreneurs well, uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, Tony Dungy. He was he sure. coached coach the Indianapolis Colts, and he's yep. a very successful guy. And, and he, he wrote a couple different books, but one of them is called The Mentor Leader. Uh, it provides examples, strategies of how to be an effective leader 
no matter what situation or organization you're in. Uh, his quote here, there's seven different ways uh, that, he, that he recommends. It's engage, educate, equip, encourage, empower, energize, and elevate. Hmm. Uh, and he believed those are the methods for, for maximizing the potential of any individual organization, you know, institution, whatever the case may be, uh, for the ultimate success. And I think, uh, I think that, that was a great book. It, yeah. It's something I actually read uh, probably five or six years ago. Great. Um, but that really ties into what we're doing at this chapter of our life. Right yeah, now. thanks for sharing that. Uh, we have a, a resource page on PositivelyWV.com, and we have uh, links where people can actually just click and buy those books on Amazon. So every every person who comes on the show gives us their favorite book, and, and we'll definitely have that one up. I love Tony Dungy. As a matter of fact, last year my wife and I did his uh, daily devotional uh, for the whole oh, yeah. year, and it, it was awesome and uh, just hey, great. That's great, man. I'm glad to hear it because, uh, yeah, he's, he's a great guy, and he's uh, – he really is just a perfect example of a leader, in my opinion. So Absolutely. It's definitely a good book to read there. Chad, if you could meet anybody in West Virginia who could potentially help your company, who would that be? Well, uh, I think this might be an answer for a lot of folks, but I think uh, Governor Jim Justice, um, for for different reasons, I think obviously he's, he's an extremely successful uh, businessman. Uh, and so for us, you know, wanting to get our wines into certain places. I think if we get our wines into the Greenbrier, for example, uh, maybe have tasting bottles in every uh, hotel room, like smaller bottles, you know, complimentary of the, the, the hotel and all. And just uh, he's so much more than just a, just the governor of the state. Uh, his work ethic and, and what it takes to create a successful business in mm. the state of West Virginia, you know, being a native of the state, obviously, and, and just knowing what it takes uh, – that would be that would be awesome to, to get together with him one day. But I think also on the legis, uh, legislative side of things, he you know the issues that we face as a farm winery and uh, as do other wineries across the state, uh, certain certain issues that uh, just kind of are you know slow to be taken care of, and and small small businesses as a whole don't have a huge voice in the state. Sometimes it just mm-hmm. depends on what it is and what the issue is. So yeah. I think to to meet to meet him and to uh, you know, to to do business with him would be if I had to pick one person, that would definitely be the the guy for the job. Yeah, awesome, Chad. You know, you and I have covered a lot of ground here in, in a few minutes, and and man, I guess gotta say, I think it's super amazing that you and your twin brother have taken this company over. You know, something that your grandpa started, and now you guys are running it. And and, and I I can only imagine he's looking down right now from heaven, looking at you guys, going, "Yes, keep going, guys. You're doing it." But what, hey, is, awesome, is there is there any is there any uh, is there anything that that I left out or you'd like to add to the conversation that maybe we missed so far? Well, I think I, I mean I think you, this is they're all great questions. I think this is this is an awesome interview. I think uh, I I just want people to know that at the end of the day, uh, we're you know. This is a passion for us. We're very fortunate to be handed this opportunity at such a young age, yeah. uh, and for our grandpa to to start this beautiful, I mean, just beautiful creation as a retirement project for himself, and just a passion of his uh, is just something very special to us, and, and we mm. hold it very close to our hearts. And we we see a piece of him out here every day, and it's just what he's done with the place is just unreal. And there's there's really no words for it. And uh, yeah, I just want people to understand you know, something that he created and something that we're wanting to carry on in the family. So just, it really means a lot to us. And 
it means a lot to us. People support us and, and cheer us on, and, and so we're, we're very lucky to be where we're at. I love it. Love it. I can't wait to get down there sometime. It's definitely on my list of things to do in West Virginia in the coming months. In closing, Chad, how can our listeners learn more about you, your company, about you and what you guys are doing at Daniel Vineyards? What's the best way? Yeah, so I think uh, DanielVineyards.com is our website. Uh, it's newly newly uh, redone here by a couple of the local guys in Beckley that do a great job of maintaining the website. Uh, and uh, so the, the website's one way. I think Facebook and Instagram uh, is, is the other way. I think, you know, we, we try to post as much as we can to keep people up to date and let them know we're processing and, and kind of have them interact with us, you know. And, mm-hmm. uh, so I think the best way is social media uh, or just the, the website itself. Absolutely. And we'll have links to all that in the show notes and on the website. So uh, folks can just click there and, and go right to that. Well, Chad, That's thank you so great. much for uh, for being a guest on Positively West Virginia. You have an awesome story and keep up the good work, buddy. Hey, Jim, I appreciate it, man. It really means a lot to us that you, uh, you want to do this interview, so we, we greatly appreciate you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Chad Daniel and Daniel Vineyards, Our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach our audience by sharing these success stories across West Virginia and across America. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And we appreciate all your comments and encouragement and and all of you guys who are sharing the stories on social media. And we, of course, encourage you to share those uh, on on the different channels, Instagram, Facebook, or whatever. Uh, On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.